0: Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to take a look at the major astrological energies of June 2023, where over the course of this month, we are going to see a fast-moving Mercury. Venus will enter Leo where she stays until October. We have Pluto re-entering Capricorn plus both Saturn and Neptune stationing retrograde. So a lot about June is going to have us checking in with ourselves after eclipse season, as well as truly internalizing more of what has been coming up for us in these new energies. So we will explore more of that in today's podcast episode. So I'm going to begin by discussing the Sagittarius full moon, which occurs at 13 degrees of Sagittarius on June 3rd. And I do have a video for you now on YouTube discussing this astrological chart in detail, where I go through what's happening in the chart more specifically, and also opening us up to what we are receiving and what downloads are coming in right now because this Sagittarius full moon at 13 degrees is in direct alignment with the great attractor. Now, the great attractor is actually a mammoth super cluster of energies outside of our galaxy. And the great attractor actually is attracting and pulling in multiple galaxies. It is that significant in terms of how strong it is, like a giant cosmic magnet. And so with a Sagittarius full moon directly connecting with the great attractor, how I'm feeling this energy coming through is that it is opening up more of our energetic systems, opening up more of our psychic sensors, which we would identify as our clairs, clairvoyance and claircognizance, especially as those are directly related to Sagittarius energies, I'm also feeling that this Sagittarius full moon working with the cosmic pull of the great attractor is showing us more of what's in our energy, what we are gravitationally pulling in to our own personal orbits based on our auras, based on what we are holding and embodying, especially at A cellular level. So, the visual I'm getting is of this very powerful cosmic funnel of frequencies that is revealing to us where we are now individually, what you are experiencing, where you are in terms of your own personal ascension journey the energies that you're experiencing that you have pulled in as well as amplifying really opening up more of what you're ready to move into next because it is a full moon which highlights and illuminates something you didn't see before or what you're ready to consciously work with now. So there's something about this Sagittarius full moon that is advancing us in our psychic abilities and I'm also feeling this directly connected to our pineal glands and what is ready to be blasted away even where there have been limitations or blockages where you have unknowingly calcified energies, energies that have hardened. And this Sagittarius full moon could blast open something. It could bring in a new awareness, a higher awareness. You could feel many downloads and transmissions coming through because this energy is so big. You could also feel wiped out. Uh, You could feel overloaded or overwhelmed with the downloads or the energies. So we have to be very aware of our physical bodies and how we are absorbing and feeling these energies. So the Sagittarius full moon could be quite revealing around what you're currently moving through that you want to elevate. And I realize that sounds kind of vague, but this is where you trust yourself. You understand what is coming up for you. What are the themes or where is spirit wanting to pull your attention to something so that you can have greater awareness around it? And that is also one of the intentions of Sagittarius. What are you learning? What wisdom are you accumulating? What are you seeing from a higher vantage point? As well as where are you ready to shift and change? Because there is growth here. There is growth in the Sagittarius full moon. And that could be emotional growth, psychic growth, energetic growth, all the above and more. So look at where you have 13 degrees of Sagittarius in your astrology chart as that's where this energy is showing you where you're ready for that next level of growth. Then on June 5th, Venus enters Leo where she stays until october 10th and that's because of the upcoming venus retrograde in leo and this retrograde will begin on july 22nd and it occurs at 28 degrees of leo and so this is where we're going to experience some reprogramming reprioritizing, reconsidering as it relates to the Leo themes and how we are perhaps unconsciously or even consciously attached to certain parts of our energy that we're actually ready to intentionally work with, intentionally grow and evolve. So a Venus retrograde is where Venus backtracks and she will travel back to 12 degrees of leo so the retrograde territory is 12 to 28 degrees of leo and i will be doing a separate show for you on this topic and we'll go over it more specifically we will also look at more of the energies and themes coming up and the purpose here too is to be aware of the leo energies in your chart that are going to be changing during this retrograde. Now Venus will enter her shadow on June 19th. So June 19th is when Venus gets to 12 degrees of Leo and that is going to perhaps bring up something for you to stay aware of, especially if you're not happy, if you don't like it, if it doesn't feel correct for you. This Venus retrograde is a reprogramming of what we desire, what we really want, especially in Leo, especially as it's connected to our heart frequency, of what love is, of what it means to be in your power and in your light, of what it means to express yourself and to feel good about that, to feel powerful and strong. So I'll have a separate show going into that even more. But it is good to have a heads up that this is one of the themes that will come up as we move into June and the energies unfold throughout this month. So, again, Venus enters Leo June 5th and she stays there until October 10th. Now, also in June, We're going to see Pluto retrograde re-enter Capricorn and go back to 27 degrees of Capricorn in your chart. So you would want to identify those final three degrees of Capricorn, 29, 28, 27 degrees, as this is where Pluto is returning to do more work to go into another layer of these Capricorn energies that we are evolving, that we are moving through, perhaps even wildly exhausted from. Because Pluto changes things permanently and deeply, and Pluto's requiring us to do the same. So if you have planets or points, especially in these final degrees of Capricorn, yes, Pluto is coming back for another round. And it's important to understand that This is where we're doing levels of shifting and evolving that affects our lifetimes of energies. And Pluto wants you to step into more of your power. That's the transformational journey. That's the evolution that's required with Pluto. And also, this is where Pluto is changing our world deeply and permanently. This is where Pluto is also Asking us to take a deeper look at parts of ourselves that we can embrace more fully and that there's something we're not done with. And that's part of Pluto's re-entry into Capricorn is that there are things that are deeply changing on our planet and especially in the Capricorn energies In our world. And all I can do is start to laugh because I know how repetitive this sounds. Like we've been talking about this intense Capricorn energy, especially since 2020 when we had the big Capricorn energies with Pluto, Saturn, Jupiter, the eclipses. Like we've been in it with these parts of our lives, these parts of our worlds changing, but Pluto is also about bringing things back up to the surface and it's uncomfortable. Pluto is uncomfortable innately. How can we sit in that discomfort? How can we be in that angst or those deeper layers that can feel so unresolved and can feel like, oh my gosh, another round is coming. But ultimately, when Pluto leaves Capricorn, those energies pay off. Those energies will lead to new resolution and new levels of personal empowerment. But it doesn't happen until Pluto's completely done. So I'm saying this because it does pertain to not only your planets or points in Capricorn, but any energies or planets or points you have in the late degrees of the cardinal signs. So the cardinal signs being Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn If you have planets or points between 27 to 29 degrees in those astrological signs, Pluto's not done. There's more here that you're ready for because the other thing that is also being demonstrated to you is your own strength, your fortitude, your ability to remain strong under pressure and through discomfort, your ability... To keep going and to understand that this has a purpose. And it's often in hindsight that we see how these plutonic changes pay off. It's also how we are able to to interact with our own shadow as Pluto digs in to our shadow selves, our unconsciousness, parts of our being that maybe we haven't fully seen or processed or worked with. But because Pluto has already covered this part of your chart, I feel like there's something already in process. It's already in motion. You're already aware of what it is. You already have a heads up either through your own Conscious understanding or intuitively, like there's something that's already come up to the surface that you're working with and working through. And Pluto re-entering Capricorn is revisiting it for the next round of exfoliation, the next round of processing and dissection, also investigation into where did this energy stem from? How did this come to be a part of my experience? Where did I first encounter this in myself? So Pluto is also going into your own psychology. It's going into what you need to work through, perhaps through therapy or counseling, support. Now Pluto in Capricorn has the determination to do things in its own way on its own terms I don't need anybody I'm in charge I can handle it on my own and so you can also evaluate is that working is that true or are you realizing okay I could use some support yes I could use some other insights yes I don't have to do this on my own so Pluto re-entering this part of your chart is going to bring up the next level of what you're moving through and perhaps understanding you don't have to do it all on your own or on your own terms. Maybe that right there is the healing theme. Maybe you've taken on too much. Maybe you've done too much in your life or in your world and that's why you're exhausted. So these energies can go in so many different directions and of course I'm speaking in general terms. But as Pluto re-enters Capricorn, we are revisiting parts of ourselves and parts of our energies that we need to show up for. And that is something that is strong in Capricorn. You've got to show up. You've got to take responsibility. You've got to own something. Own your part. Own your energy. Own whatever it is for you. And that is actually the source of your power. And depending on how you've been feeling the Pluto in Aquarius energies. The return to Capricorn could almost feel like a relief or could feel like, okay, yes, this is territory I'm more familiar with. I'm aware of what's going on here. And it's time to take a second look at something. Now, Pluto will retrograde back to 27 degrees of Capricorn until October 10th. Now, how fascinating is that, that October 10th, is when pluto will station direct and is also when venus is going to leave leo so yeah now i'm talking about october but just keep in mind that what we're moving through some of these things are just going to take as much time as they take and that's part of the reality of our physical world and being in various timelines. Like we're each in our own timeline and we're each in our own energetic experiences with our own frequencies and vibration. But there's some things that Even if we feel further ahead and we've advanced out of it, there's still parts of that energy that can linger. So I feel like this is good to note just to offer some kind of comfort or understanding that some things might not feel like they truly shift for you until later in October or later on in the year. So just also go easy on yourself during these upcoming retrograde energies and cycles that we will be moving through. The other retrogrades we have in June include Saturn stationing retrograde at 7 degrees of Pisces. That happens on June 17th. And this is where Saturn has been traveling through Pisces since March of this year and has essentially been showing us more of how we've grown, how we have spiritually accelerated what we have really understood, now the Saturn retrograde in Pisces wants us to truly review, reflect, look at what is no longer a representation of your energy in the physical world. Saturn is the planet most connected with 3D reality, with matrix energies, with how we take care of ourselves, on this earth. Saturn is our responsibilities and our commitments. Saturn is associated with how we are able to navigate our lives, how we are able to take care of everything that we've signed up for. Saturn is our grounding. Saturn is our maturity. Saturn is how we mature throughout our life. So there's always a checking in with Saturn. How are you handling the realities of your world, meaning your work, your finances, your bills, how are you taking care of your health, as well as your long-term planning around what is necessary for you to live a good life. So we take these main themes and we apply them to Pisces. Now, Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac. And actually, this energy relates to what was initiated and began nearly 28 years ago when Saturn entered Aries. Because every time a planet enters Aries, they begin a whole new cycle of energy. And as Saturn moves through Pisces, the last sign of the zodiac, it's looking at what needs to be closed out that was started about 28 years ago which was in April 1996. So this could be one way to assess your life at this time is that, all right, there were some things that were very important to me back in 1996, 1997, 1998, Where are those parts of my life now? How have I grown? How have I evolved? How have I really shown up differently because of what the real world has required of me? And Saturn requires us to work for things, to invest our energy, to do our practices. And now at this point in your journey, you're going to see, wow, I've really grown through this cycle. Look at how much I've come to understand through my experiences since 1996 and I can see what I want to take with me and what I'm ready to let go of. And Pisces is the energy of letting go, of completions, and understanding how you're graduating, how you are okay with some things ending and closing out. And Pisces is where we trust the process. We trust what is dissolving. We trust what no longer is needed, what no longer fits. So this Saturn and Pisces cycle that we're in is bringing up more of where we're okay with even leaning back, exhaling, saying, yeah, that served its purpose and I don't need it anymore. So Saturn retrograde, which starts in June, specifically on June 17th and lasts until November 3rd is a time to reassess what do I really need and what do I not need? What really is true for me now? What is essential, what is vital, what is excessive, what is no longer true to my soul? So the Saturn retrograde in Pisces moves from seven degrees of Pisces back to zero degrees of Pisces again until the beginning of November and this is where we're going to really look at things and understand what is needed in your life because of the energy it represents, because of what it signifies in your life. And also you could be making some clearer decisions about what you're cutting out and removing. And so Saturn in Pisces is always an interesting dance because of how Pisces is the unseen. It's the energetics. It's what we can't touch and yet we feel it. So I feel like the Saturn retrograde in Pisces is actually deeply connecting to our own spiritual ascension What the real world has taught you about your spiritual journey, what your commitments have shown you about your own energy, what you have witnessed, especially in hindsight, about how you show up in the real world and what are you ready to evolve or change or let go of. So this is a very reflective energy. It's personally reflective. Now, it also can mean that things are removed from your life. Things are taken out of your personal world, physical items. You have to surrender something. Maybe it costs too much. Maybe it takes up too much space. Uh, So Saturn is taking an assessment of what you own, what's in your life, what's in your world. Again, going back to those commitments. This is where There will be more job losses, there will be more constraints, there will be more things removed because it isn't a part of your forward movement or your next steps. And again, I'm speaking in general terms, but because Pisces is about endings, there's more endings occurring in our real world. And what comes to mind as I say this would be the ongoing closures of brick and mortar stores. And that's very Saturn and Pisces. And that's also showing us how our world is changing and that there's things that have to end. Now, also this month, we have Neptune stationing retrograde in Pisces. This occurs at the very end of June, June 30th. And this is where Neptune stations retrograde at 27 degrees of Pisces and is also showing us more endings, more completions, more removals. But Neptune does it in the unseen. Neptune's energy is more intuitive, it's our senses, and I feel like the Neptune retrograde in Pisces is furthering our ability to trust our intuition, to validate ourselves, to say, I feel this and I sense this, even if it's not seen right in front of me or affirmed in the real world. So it's going to be interesting with both Saturn and Neptune stationing retrograde in Pisces this month. Because now we're going to be internalizing these endings, internalizing losses, or what, again, is no longer meant to go forward with us. And with Pisces, there can be appreciation for what was. There can be things that are realized only in hindsight. Pisces can also bring in what you were learning spiritually. What were the energetics of something? And to allow that to be the wisdom you obtain, to allow that understanding to be what you take forward even while other things are taken away. And this is also where, with Pisces especially, it can help to take a longer-term perspective where, yes, there are things that need to be closed out so that you can have room and space for the next beginnings, but we have to also look at how we deal with surrender. How we deal with even things that our ego doesn't like. And that could be a theme. That could be a theme where something is over and you're struggling against it and you're not happy about it and you're not settled. And that could be something that you are learning or moving through with both of these planets, retrograde and Pisces. How do you deal with that when things are out of your control, which is something that the Pisces energy can bring up? Because Pisces removes our ego. It requires us to surrender. And that's part of our ongoing spiritual journey is to tap into those parts of our higher selves and our souls that know everything is going to leave our lives. Everything is going to change. And you could even go quite philosophical with this and say everything ends. Every relationship in your life is going to end. Everything that you own is going to be removed. Everything that you think is really important is going to be over at some point in your life. That's just a fact. That's just our journey on this planet. So how do you deal with that? What does that bring up for you? What arises in you, especially emotionally? And that can be a lot. And that's where we are continually doing this dance between our human selves and our spiritual selves. So that would be one theme of June is to just check in with yourself around how you deal with endings, how you surrender when you don't like it or you don't want to, or it's not your choice. That could be something that you will move through when both of these planets are in Pisces retrograde. So in addition to those energies beginning this month, we also have a fast moving Mercury. Mercury will be in Taurus until June 11th, then Mercury enters Gemini, moves fast through Gemini, is only in Gemini for about two weeks, and then enters Cancer on June 26th. Now this is actually a common pattern with transiting Mercury, where after the retrograde phase, Mercury tends to pick up the pace and moves through the next signs rather quickly. So during June, we have Mercury visiting these three astrological signs, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, and when Mercury's moving fast, it can feel like there's more going on. All of a sudden things pick up the pace there's more to do every day there's more emails more chores more things on your to-do list there's more that you've got to get taken care of this is especially true when mercury is in gemini gemini is about local energies what's nearby what's right in front of you what is there can be a restlessness there can be a sense of i've got to get all this stuff done And typically when Mercury gets into Gemini, it's a lot that shows up and it can almost be distracting. So with a faster moving Mercury, it is important to make sure you don't miss the details. You write things down. You're aware of the true priorities. You don't get distracted by every little shiny thing that shows up. You're aware of what's essential and what's important. So that would be something to keep in mind throughout June is that you could feel like a lot of things are going on or coming at you. You could also feel like all of a sudden there's a lot of places you want to go. The trips you want to take or you want to plan, um, things you want to do with friends. There's a social aspect to the energies this month. There's a sense of wanting to get out and do things and go places. So it's also being mindful about your energy when you need to just stop, take a breath, check in, look and see if your calendar's too full or if there are certain days that are too busy. I feel like with a busy Mercury, it's actually more important to schedule days to do nothing or to make sure that you have evenings during the week or a day on the weekend that can just be open, especially if you know I'm going to have to catch up on this or I don't want to be overpacked. I don't want there to be too much happening and I can't catch my breath or take care of myself. So June is a month to be very conscious of your energy in a way that supports not only doing things that are fun and playful and interesting and cool, but also allowing yourself to have something that settles your nervous system, that actually nourishes you and gives you a sense of, okay, yes, I can handle all of this going on because I have time to recalibrate my energy. I have time to rest get myself charged up again, similar to when you have to charge your phone. Well, this is where you give yourself downtime to charge up all of your batteries because this Mercury wants to go and do, especially June 11th to June 26th. Then later in the month, we're going to have the Sun enter Cancer on June 21st, and then Mercury will enter Cancer, as I said, on June 26th. And this is often a time where we understand more of what we need, what our internal world is truly processing. Because for all the ways that Gemini energy is about doing, thinking, going, you know, being able to take care of everything in front of us the cancer energy is our internal systems is then checking in with well how does this really feel and actually it's a little too much or I'm not sure I want to do all of that so this is where we then allow ourselves to go into being more receptive with what truly supports your energy And not feeling like you have to always be on or you don't always have to be going so when the sun enters cancer followed by mercury entering cancer there can be a desire for more beingness just being in your energy just being in your needs or just being on the couch Uh, there's a quiet energy that can come through with cancer And that's part of this ongoing back and forth with the astrological wheel, where we are moving between masculine and feminine. And when we're intentional with that, when we're aware of that, then we can use it to its highest expression for ourselves individually. So with the energy in Gemini, for example, it could feel really easy and almost like it's just so fluid to do the things, go to the places, you know, everything that the Gemini energy activates, which then gives you the opportunity when the cancer energy begins around the solstice to just allow yourself to trust what you're feeling, to not operate from the mind, to not think that you have to do everything or you have to figure it out. Rather, the cancer energy is an invitation into your internal self. So that will be one of the transitions here in June as we could feel a softening and we could also feel like you're ready for a break, you're ready for some downtime, you're ready to go a little bit easier on yourself because cancer supports the flow of life. Taking each day as it flows through you, seeing what comes, trusting what feels right, trusting the flows of life and to then experience your own energy from that place. Now, there's two more things I want to quickly touch on here about June. Uh, The next is that we have the Gemini new moon at 26 degrees of Gemini on June 17th. And this new moon is going to be squaring Neptune and Pisces at 27 degrees. And so this is going to be truly checking in with what's really important. Again, June 17th, middle of the month, you could have a sense of why am I doing all this? What am I doing? What is going on here? Is this really necessary? I've been taking care of all this and doing the things and going the places and I've been so busy, but why? And for what? And that could come up when both the sun and the moon square Neptune, is that you could realize, I'm ready for a break. I'm ready for something that actually feels better. And you could also want to escape. You could desire that vacation or staycation. Uh, You could have a sense of, I need downtime. The other way this works with the square to Neptune is that the universe requires downtime. So I'm not wanting anyone to have anything that affects them physically in terms of, you know, a cold or sickness or anything. But whenever we have a Neptune influence, There's something here where you have to check in with all of your energetics. And the Gemini energy is so strong in the mind, in organizing, in information, getting things done and, you know, always going, going, going. But I feel like there could be this mid-month sense of, I'm really overdoing it, if that's the case for you, or even, I don't want to do more. And then you just throw all the paper up in the air and walk out of the office. Okay, maybe don't really do that. But there's going to be something with the Gemini New Moon that wants to bring you back to center, back to what is important, and also to make sure that you're checking in with a long-term perspective, especially in regards to your energy. So you could say, wow, I've been working really hard all year or I've been doing so much, or I've felt like I've been going, going, going. My mind hasn't had a break. I need a new routine. I need more downtime. I need more meditation. I need to go for more walks or more exercise or do more yoga. There's something here where it's going to be really important to check in with your spiritual practices, your health and wellness, and also ensuring that your mind isn't taking over too much and that's really the world we live in you know we're surrounded by so much information and stimuli and pings on our phones and things in our inbox and everything going on so this could be a time when you're like yeah i'm gonna do a digital detox i'm gonna step away i'm gonna take a break for three days and the world isn't gonna collapse fingers crossed but there could certainly be a slowdown around the gemini new moon that is for your best and highest good. And then the final thing I want to share is that June is where we see more of the outer planets in new territory. So I already discussed how Pluto is retrograding back into Capricorn. So we're not talking about Pluto since it's going back to where it's previously been. But Neptune is at a new degree point, 27 degrees, where Neptune is actually going to hang out here at 27 degrees until August. We also have Uranus in Taurus at 20 and 21 degrees, and those are new degree points where now Uranus has entered into the third decan of Taurus between 20 and 29 degrees. See, each astrological sign is composed of 30 degrees, and we break those degrees down Into three subsets. So zero to nine, 10 to 19, 20 to 29. And those are called decans or deacons. It's pronounced both ways, depending on who you talk to. And so when a planet enters into that next set of astrological degrees, it's a progression. And the third Deccan is about mastery and understanding what you've been learning, applying it, really understanding how the energies are working with you. So as this Uranus and Taurus gets to 20 degrees, what have you learned about your own value systems that have evolved and changed since 2018? And I'm thinking of this in terms of your own personal world. Uranus entered Taurus in 2018, started to shake up our Taurus energies, our values, where we typically have found stability and security is undergoing a huge makeover and things are being tossed out the window. This applies to our lifestyles. And I look at this through the lens of how we live. You could think of it as people selling their homes to buy the RV or van or school bus to renovate and live in or people moving into tiny houses or people selling their possessions that they don't want to be strapped down by. They want more freedom. They don't want the nine to five. You know, it's like That Uranus energy is looking for independence, is looking for a way to do things that truly fit with how you want to experience your life. And so we've been undergoing this energy. Of course, it works with some people more personally, depending on your chart. But now that Uranus has entered into 20 and also will move into 21 degrees of Taurus, it moves to new energy points that brings up new things that are working or not working. This also applies to finances, which is a Taurus ruled area. More specifically, it's the money you make. What you accumulate, your paycheck, what's in your savings, how you spend money. It's your personal finances, your personal portfolio, and it's the money that you both save and spend. And perhaps you are realizing you're ready for some new habits. There's some things that you don't want to perpetuate or continue. There could be some things with your own personal finances that you're doing a deep examination around. Maybe you're feeling like you want to save more or that you want to put your money into more things that matter to you now that previously didn't. So Uranus is shaking up the Taurus parts of our lives, the Taurus parts of our chart, and as it moves here to 20 and 21 degrees in June, there could be more that you are understanding and assessing about these energies for yourself, especially if you have planets or points at 20 and 21 degrees of the fixed signs. So the fixed signs being Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius. Now, if you have 20 or 21 degrees of the Earth signs, specifically Virgo and Capricorn, now Uranus comes in and trines those planets or points and can bring in great developments unexpected transitions this is where things can happen suddenly where you have a solution or you have something that's supportive of what you want to do next so uranus can bring in happy surprises through the trine especially so the trine to virgo or capricorn energies so that is my rundown for you on the energies of june We are on the other side of eclipse season, so there could be more that you are reassessing. You could also be feeling the acceleration of energy, which is certainly the case throughout this year. So I hope this has given you a good heads up or understanding of anything that you're experiencing, especially if these transiting planets are working with you personally and that's always the case with astrology where you're feeling it you're experiencing it because it's working with your chart and if it's not working with your chart you could be witnessing it in others you could be seeing it in the world around you it might not be as pivotal for you but if it is pivotal for you i hope this helps you with some clarity of understanding what you're ready for now and what is coming up ultimately for your best and highest good, if that's what you believe. As always, thank you so much for joining me. I will be back every Wednesday and Monday for another podcast episode. The Wednesday show is where we discuss the current energies that we're moving through every week. And the Monday show is where we look at a deep dive topic. So you can find out more about my current courses, programs, and offerings at online, And I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Please check out my YouTube playlists as that's where you will find a ton of videos about astrology and how it relates to your chart as well. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time, your energy, and I never, ever take it for granted. I'm very grateful to Be sharing this astrological journey with you. I'll see you back here soon. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office.